0: Farewell, Alliance Football League. You filled us with subpar revels for eight glorious weeks. Your highs were high, your lows were low, and I am truly sad to see you go. Christian Hackenberg threw some picks. The Atlanta legends, they made us wince. The iron never let us pass, and the Apollos kicked all of our ass. Salt Lake City had a team, and all of you... You had a dream, a dream to make spring football work, before Vince McMahon could even lurk. I could never find out what game was on, for you switched networks all season long. Johnny Manziel didn't get much chance to prance around in football pants. But San Diego had a team for one brief dance, so Spanos, I hope you suck it all the way to France. The Sky Judge gave us righteous reviews, so we didn't have to anticipate the news From the first field goal, from young Hoku, we all hoped you would not be a ruse. But while many players likely know this was their last chance at the show, they may not get paid any more dough. I wish them well, wherever they go. Farewell, Alliance Football League. We won't forget you for at least a few weeks. And now, Sam, I would like to take this moment to just give a moment of silence for our lost friend. Thank you. This is the Draw Play podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocho, and with me, as always, is our fellow funeral director, Sam Grezis.
1: Yeah, uh, thank you for joining us today, where we will be eulogizing the AAF in its entirety. lasted eight weeks. They couldn't
0: even make a full season. They
1: could. They couldn't have just kept it going for two more apparently couldn't just couldn't do it uh so yeah we'll be we'll be eulogizing this league i jeez we were both from the start i i don't know i at least i was thinking that they were very very smart in uh launching before the xfl but looks like i'm the big doo-doo idiot pants because all the like all the takes are now that like vince mcmahon has a pretty clear idea of what not to do because when you pull the curtain back a little bit on this as many folks have since it's gone belly up like it seems like everything just like from from the start uh, from the business side nothing was there or correct or no g- good right it's yeah. a shame this it, it's a shame. It, this,
0: it we were both i i know if you're listening to this you know we were both all in on this shit yeah we didn't talk about it every single week but like we were happy that this league was happening we saw the potential this league was having and although i knew it was always going to be an uphill battle and i i can't say i expected it to last i didn't think it would go under this quickly
1: well because it had so much like it had financial backing so the I mean if if you if you're not aware if you just saw the headline like the AAF is folding it's not because it's not really because it ran out of money like it it wasn't making money it was losing money right and that was mm-hmm. that was like one of the big problems but it's it's not like you know Bill Polian— That was in,
0: almost expected I yeah, think in exactly, the first season That's, exactly. it's kind of expected like I think it was just a case of can we not lose money too much, right? And will that eventually prove that we can sort of turn a profit in the future? This first season exactly. was never going to make the money. No, no, it this was, was
1: always going to be a calculated a loss. Yeah, and it, it's not even to me. To me, when you when you look at like who who was behind it, you know, Bill Pulley and Charlie Ebersole. They they have more money than God. They're not gonna like. If they wanted to keep it alive and they actually did, they they probably could have done a lot for it. The, the big problem was the uh, oh Jesus, what's his name? Um,
0: Tom Dundon?
1: Yes, yeah, Tom Dundon. The
0: Carolina, the Carolina Hurricanes owner who was basically the big investor. Yes. Of this league. He was he, he's the one who came in and threw a lot of his money at this league. He was he was the big fish.
1: Right. He was and he was also the guy that like once he was he said it's folding, like no one else really could stop him i mean i bill polian had the had like a letter the the aaf like or the nflpa had a letter like a, a ton of coaches had letters being like what the fuck we all knew we all knew when we were going into this that it was kind of going to be a failure the first season it was just we have to kind of play through and see if anything catches on mm-hmm. um, like
0: if we could just make it work see what's working see what isn't uh see- like gauge fan reactions just like this this was it's gonna get off to a rocky start but i i gotta admit i thought they got off to a pretty good start
1: yeah me too people were i mean and and they there was me there were media coverage of the games and it's so wild to me that the one thing at the heart of the issue it seems like was the refusal of the nfl and the nflpa like eight weeks in again, very early, to officially recognize the AAF as a developmental league. So that, it it seems like, it seems to me like Tom Dundon's bet was like he wanted the AAF to hit hard and fast and be successful and be really successful to the point where it could like operate as minor league baseball or the NBA G League. Or, is, or to a lesser extent, the A.H.L. What I think,
0: what I think, that's what the A.A.F. was ultimately trying to do in the first place was they were trying to be legitimate enough that they could pull that off. But like, that was not going to happen in one season yeah, unless it, they got off to an obscenely good start, and which it all, they were never going to have.
1: It also isn't really like, like I get that that's a I get that that's a want, but it seems like that's all Dundon wanted, and he didn't want it to be an unofficial developmental league, right? Either he didn't he didn't want it to be like a spot where NFL scouts can kind of look for talent and see like, oh yeah, we want that guy. He wanted there to be official partnerships and official like like exclusivity shit, where like the NFL would be financially supporting the AAF, which Which, that was never in all honesty, is
0: probably something that a spring football league needs.
1: True. Yeah, but when you when you go all in and you get like you have all your marketing being like, this is not the NFL. We're we're going to test out rule changes. We're gonna position ourselves as not just not the NFL, but having rule changes and and player contracts and all the like player health and safety regulations that are better than the nfl and to advertise that way you can't you're you can't you can't do that you're having your cake and eating it too i, I this would be a whole lot different if the aaf started as like as the g league as as an arm of the nfl if tom dundon like was like okay hey I've got Charlie Ebersol and Bill Pullian on board we're we want to make this league can we do it in partnership with you and set up these avenues beforehand I mean yeah you don't get people like us as excited about it because we're gonna be like oh it's a fucking weird cash grab but at the same time like if that's what you want that's how you have to do it you can't. It's just also. I mean, I don't know. It it seems really. It's all super shady. It's also super shitty. I don't know. I mean, I assume you I mean, read there's all also, this
0: shit. There's there's a lot of um, speculation that Tom Dundon actually didn't give a fuck about the league at all, and oh, he yeah. essentially invested yeah to get um his hands on the app. Which featured right. state of the art gambling technology. It did. If, didn't, didn't. if you didn't watch any, if you didn't watch any of the um, the games on the app, they, it had the ability. It all the players were basically chipped, mm-hmm. and you could basically predict the next call. You could see the formations in real time as they were like lining up on the field. You could make basically predict what it was going to be, and like yeah, the gambling potential there is enormous because you could make a bet. On every
1: fucking play, if the app works, if that exists, if the app works, so and it did. If the app worked. it didn't in my <laughs> in my in my limited experience. It was really, it was really really it shitty. Was,
0: it wasn't great, but like a lot of people think that he just wanted the technology yeah. behind it so that it could be developed Which, by you know people with more money, that kind of thing.
1: Well, that, and that really fucking bugs me too because I like was I the only one who like for one year I had like when I got. An Xbox One. Um, I tried to do this thing where you could hook up, like you could watch live TV through the Xbox One, and there were like extra features. And one of them was like you could you could bet on like what's the next play gonna be and like how long's it gonna go for, and you would get like gamer score or whatever based on that. And and like this is not. I guess, ha- like, having all the players be chipped and having it, like, live, these little live pegs move around on your phone is one thing. But at the same time, it's like, you can, you're watching, you're you're watching them. We know, like, we know where they're at. So, I don't know. I, it seems, this whole thing seems like the stupidest, like, grift. And it's gonna, it, it works because we live in a horrific, like, we were in... Fucking horrific late capitalist bullshit times. So like Tom Dundon's going to get another fucking cushy job owning something. Uh No one, no one is going to, none of the owners are going to be worse off for this. The only people who are really going to, going to and have been already. It's been a day, two days, a day, right? Yeah. A day since it was official.
0: Two, no, I think we first heard the news on, I want to say Monday.
1: Well, because I Tuesday. know the official AAF Twitter account was still tweeting on Tuesday. They were tweeting highlights on Tuesday. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I, it was like all the like circling the drain stuff, like the, the it's impending. That was like Friday and over the weekend. Um, I mean, either way, like players are already being – really kind of kicked to the curb because if like one of the things we were talking about, about how we were excited for the AAF is the way that they did contracts, which was, it was like, it was very clear from the start. You don't really have to negotiate as much. It was, I think like 40,000, the first year or something, 80,000, the second year up to uh, like 120,000. If you play for three years and it's like, that's, pretty awesome like that's great like it's obviously not that much money but when you have something like that that re- like rewards loyalty and also is like I don't know it, it's 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 like a job security kind of thing and like you have this paycheck check that you can expect at a lower level of play uh where you hear like I don't know you hear a lot of shit about like minor leaguers and people in the MLS actually like trying to make do on like $20,000 a year and having to have a part-time job and that kind of sucks. So like I don't know. And then in and them and immediately pulling the plug. No players got severance. A bunch of them got stuck. Y'all should read about this cuz it's it's horrifying and I really hope Tom Dundon gets sued by I mean, I guess there <laughs> isn't a players union, but like like gets a class action suit by the AAF players because like players are getting stuck with hotel bills, housing bills. Like
0: they got to pay their flights to get home.
1: Yeah. They have to, they got, they got stranded and they have to pay their way home. It's, it's so it's, it's a fucking nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. And, and it's, it's specifically because they couldn't have held out. So there were, Two weeks left in the regular season and since there it was going to be a four-team playoff, they couldn't have held out for another month and just sent everyone home and been like, okay, you know, that's it? They couldn't have done that? It's bullshit. I don't know. I, I, it makes me very angry. Very, very angry. It's pretty
0: disappointing.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I guess
0: we should just we should just reminisce about all the good times we had.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let let's let's reminisce about the good times. What what I so I am very very excited. So wait, okay. So the Orlando Apollos far Proud and away of champions. Far and away, final champions. Probably were going to be final champions anyway. Wasn't that that close? They were the
0: only. They were the only one at seven and. One. Uh, everyone else was five or three or yeah. lower. Yep. Yeah. So they had a two. They were. Lead. They were far and away the best team in the league. Like yes. I, I don't think it was close.
1: No. Not. Not at all. Not. Not so
0: at all. So I say crown them.
1: Yep. Yep. Eight, crown them. They can never take that away from you, Orlando. Orlando, you have. You have a championship that no one can ever take away from you.
0: The true magic. Yes. Yes. Was the true not magic in basketball. No. It was. Right there in the Apollos. God bless you, Apollos. Apollo plant fan for life here. Mm-hmm. I'm devastated.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I've been following this team for two months.
1: Two months. Two months. Two months this of is, blood, sweat, and tears. Like,
0: can you imagine? Like, this is... I've been there since the beginning.
1: It yeah. Hurts. Before the beginning.
0: I remember watching your very first game and being shocked at how, you know, fun that game actually was to watch, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is one thing I actually wanted to bring up while, while we're kind of, I guess we're still a little miserly about it. Yeah. Um. That, that first week followed by like the following weeks really opened my eyes to just how important the broadcast is to yes. football success. Yes.
1: Yes. Because yes. that yes.
0: first week had CBS's full production, behind it Uh and i think you could definitely say cbs out of the four networks that show football is easily the second to worst monday night football is the worst Then i would say cbs Then i would say fox and i would say sunday night football in terms of presentation production value Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cbs but it's still good having this league play with cbs's production values with like the same sort of like cuts and camera angles and like graphics and everything like that, it despite the fact that we were watching subpar players play subpar football, it still felt like football. Right. And it really shows just how much that aspect of it adds to the experience. And that's one thing that I am convinced the uh, XFL needs to do if it needs to succeed, because mm-hmm. it needs to... Make sure it has production values, and it needs to have a place where it is consistently on every week. The AAF right started on CBS, and then the games were fucking like ten different platforms after that. And it was actually it was tough to even watch it on
1: the website too. Like it was the website yeah. didn't have like. All the, the website games. was
0: just like the Sky Cam, yeah, just right. Playing like uninterrupted. There was there was no commentating. There was no graphics. There was none of that shit. It was it was just the camera flying overhead, mm-hmm. and the only audio was the audio you could hear from inside the stadium, which is cool. Which was but like, which was actually pretty cool. But you can't watch every game.
1: No, and and it's not it's not the best. Like you're not going to want to have that be your main way to like digest a game either right it's not mm-hmm. the not the best thing in the world and that's that's so move, looking forward to the xfl right that is i think that is one of the biggest lessons i i agree is that like you don't need like big names but the smallest fucking things right of having like the chirons and the and the like graphics to tell you, like, this is football. This is professional football. Uh, And to have, like, and again, not big names, but commentators that, like, are familiar with the product and kind of know what they're talking about a little bit. That's mm-hmm. super fucking important. It's really, really important to do that. And, I mean, also, yeah, that was that was the other thing is, like, every single weekend I was – trying to flip around. It was hard to to find out where to watch the game. They didn't even add, like, right now, if you go to the AAF's website, AAF.com, you can, like, see that they are listing, like, where you can, well, where you would have been able to watch the games. They didn't do that for, like, the first, I don't know how long, but that was not information that was easy to come by for a little bit. It's
0: it was very hard to find the games mm-hmm. and that's one thing where I I have no faith in the XFL, especially after no, this. No, no. Because Same. it's it was a joke the first time. It's we just saw a league that I thought from the first week had a lot of promise fuck up right. horribly and be done before even one season was up. But if there's one thing Vince McMahon does know how to do, it's presentation. Yeah it's true. It's true. So if they can stay on a consistent network where you know, okay, maybe I want to watch a game, I don't have to google for 10 minutes to try and figure out where the hell I can watch this or even if I can watch this. It's going to stay on the same network mm-hmm. and it will have decent production values most likely because Vince McMahon knows that's important. Eh maybe maybe there's a chance because that will that absolutely contributed to the AAF's
1: failures right right I yeah, that's completely true i so i'm I'm wondering because the xFL probably has like an entire business plan set up. I'm wondering if they like and I guess we'll never know, but until they you know fold after the first season. I'm wondering if they're like right now, tearing it up or if they're just trying to stick to their guns and thinking they can throw money at everything. And I'm, I'm wondering because I, if, if I were them, I would be doing two things right now. I would be contacting all of the coaches and players from the XFL uh, right now or from the, from the AAF. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I would, yeah, I would, I would absolutely be, be, be like, Hey, let's,
0: it was fun watching him coach again.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, Jeez, it was a lot of fun. He was
0: clearly having a good time. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Like I, there are all these, there are all these players. There are all these coaches that now are not gonna like, or are one, you know, available to, uh, to play like in the NFL right now, and might have like backup NFL talent. We'll see. But at the same time, I mean, do you think this this leads the XFL to be like, well, we we've got eight, we've got eight teams worth of personnel here. Should we like, are we gonna have like a league that is huge now? Like, I I don't know. I I'm. I am.
0: How many teams is the XFL going to have? How much I don't do we know, know about I don't the XFL know. so I'm going to look this I have, up. I've learned like nothing. But in the, it, while Sam looks this up, I just want to say that the eight, cities, eight cities, eight cities in
1: 2020. Eight, eight cities. Okay. Eight cities. Well, and maybe they focusing, now have
0: a greater talent pool.
1: They're they're focusing on. Um, uh, they're focusing on cities that already have uh football teams in them which i think is stupid
0: personally yeah, i think that's a i think that's a mistake
1: i think that is that is one of the things that the aaf did really well and i again like i i hate to harp on this but like one of the greatest successes of the aaf was because of who was involved in the aaf they didn't struggle to get media coverage there was like So I, I, you know, I edit and like, and like do for my day job, I, I edit stories for a sports website and I like saw a button, not obviously not as much as like, you know, NFL free agency stuff, but like every Monday there was stuff coming in about like, oh, like AAF top plays, like, this is what's, oh, what's going to happen. Like... uh, here here's you that awesome that stuff on social
0: media but it, i y- do yeah. think it kind of dried up after a few weeks people were definitely paying less attention to it
1: well yeah but but at the same time there was always at least what i saw like from from ESPN like i don't know from the sports blogs there was always like every every week there was at least two or three like from major sources like the bleacher report or whatever like uh, an awesome, like, highlight thing of, like, a big hit or that no-look pass that we're going to probably talk about later. The XFL—like, I think that the XFL in, in um like, having everything—because it's Dallas, Houston, LA, New York, St. Louis, Seattle, Tampa Bay, and DC. I guess St. Louis is the only one that doesn't already have a team, but— so like that's fair. But I you know, I don't I I don't it's they're already crowded markets, right? Except for St. Louis. I don't get it. And and I think it's gonna hurt their media uh representation as well. Yeah.
0: I don't whatever.
1: know. Whatever. Yeah, I'm it pretty, is it is just, all very whatever. It's
0: it's it's pretty depressing. Mm-hmm. There was there was promise here. And it was squandered faster than even those who were skeptical thought it would yeah. last. Ugh. Well, uh, season... at least we got some fun things. We finally got to see Christian Hackenberg Yep. under center as a starter. And it was just as bad as we all thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Amazing.
0: Yep. Absolutely amazing. Um, Johnny Manziel... Through three passes,
1: yeah, Jesus, that that didn't last long. Can we, bl- long, did Can we it?
0: blame all of this on Johnny Manziel? Yes, yes,
1: yep. Johnny Manziel, who's who has been revealed to be a, a scumbag, right? Yeah. Like his, I mean, there was that he, Instagram he went, he, thing. He with, did all
0: the right things in Canada, and then. We don't know why he got kicked out of the Canadian Football League. And his... his... They're very weirdly hush-hush about that. Yeah. But something happened.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. He also, like, I don't know if you saw the Instagram drama about, like, him and his wife or fiancé, I think his wife, um, who, like, his wife, like, kind of went on, like, did a, not a tell-all, but was, like, you know i i committed to i committed to johnny and you know that means something and that fucking got thrown in the garba, garbage so that was I
0: didn't see any of this yeah
1: yeah, yeah there's like there is or was some some drama uh, and it sure seems like it's johnny football's fault so yeah he i mean He, he might be who we thought he was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Sam. Yes. I don't want to like take away from the AF too much, but I do want to divert your attention very now because right now, as we record this, the New York jets are revealing their new uniforms.
1: Yes. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't see them yet. You're going to get a live reaction of 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 this i was i was gonna wait to new york jets jersey they're doing oh yeah they're doing the live oh man three minutes ago introducing spotlight white yeah you know they're just it's
0: it's just michigan state it's just it's
1: just if 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 the folks who if like under armor took the oregon aesthetic right and put it on michigan state right it's like the it's got the like the shoulder little slices the
0: green uniforms literally look like they took the like nike just opened the old minnesota michigan state photoshop file yeah and just changed the the words michigan state to new york yep and then added a couple like shoulder stripes I don't hate That's what it. it looks like. I'll say I don't hate it's it. Not, I think it looks cool, it's not, but it's it's not awful. It's generic.
1: It's just yeah, and it's not the it's not really the Jets either, right? Like, I don't know. It doesn't like yeah, it doesn't seem jetty to me. Uh, yeah, it and, just and there it are it, it looks
0: like I I saw this comment on Twitter and it it looks like the generic jersey you'd see in a commercial.
1: Yeah, it totally where, does. Where, it where totally the does. Wants or like a video game. A football fan, but yeah. they
0: can't like pay for the licensing rights to one of the actual NFL jerseys, so they wear a jersey that kind of looks like a team jersey. That's that's what this jersey looks like. And God, why does every team have an all black alternate now? It look,
1: Yeah, it's, it's yeah, you can't all that, you can't all have that. You can't all have that. You can't all do it.
0: No. Like, the Jets do not belong with black. It's, no. It's white and green. That That's the Jets. Yes. That is that is the Jets. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, geez. That is... Okay, so I just... I'm looking at this one picture. I, I don't know if you've seen it, but, it's like, Sam Darnold's over to the side. It's kind yeah. of like a candid photo yeah. near the front. Um, Whoever wears number 11 for the Jets is wearing a white uniform. He's right, like, to the left side and the 11 mm-hmm. of this new uniform is just two straight lines
1: oh god yep it it looks like the twin you Towers. can't do. you can't do. you gotta think about that before you do that in new york it, on a team called looked, the jets and
0: they're the jets oh oh
1: you gotta think you gotta think about oh. that you gotta think a little bit about that Uh, maybe give him a little slash of slashes so that it's, but, oh no, that's, that, that's not going to do it. That ain't going to do it.
0: That's, that's not
1: great. I will say the crop isn't doing, at least the one I'm seeing where, where he's putting on the helmet, the crop isn't doing, uh, isn't doing him any favors either because it's like, it's cropped right below the, like, uh, or right above the bottom of the ones. So it like literally looks like it's part of like a, a skyline that got cut off or something, mm. you know, <laughs> oh, it, yeah. they are very, it, it is not clear that they are numbers. Oh no. <laughs> I I also think like, this is, this has been one of my problems with Jersey design for a long time. Right. There, there are elements here that I think could be cool. Uh, the, they they seem to be going all in on like the shoulder slash as the like the jets like oh take flight it's it's the thing it's that's the like the 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 trail of a jet so i mean why don't they why don't they literally have a small like stylized jet like honestly like what, what is what is that aaf team that friggin' kinda has yeah yeah the memphis express why don't you have a stylized like the
0: jets are like one of the most disappointing logos uh, in in general of of the NFL because a jet is such an like such a rich image
1: yeah you can y- to
0: mine from There's yes. so much you can do with jet with like stylized or a more classic actual or, or, jet or like, simplified there's so much you can like, do with that imagery and their logo is just new york jets with a football literally if, if they
1: if they striped if they striped that that slash that comes over on the shoulders a little bit like even that would be kind of cool and in reminiscent of like you know a vapor trail and i would i would dig that a lot like if they did that and had the striping on the on that little the leg thing i don't know what that's fucking called the i'm just gonna call it the slash but you know what i'm talking about like there are so i just need there's one more thing and it seems so easy like it seems so easy to do they have designers doing this and i i got to assume i got to assume that this is all like they come in super hot uh with like awesome shit that like pays tribute to the jets like we we're going to do like oh yeah we're going to pay tribute to the new york skyline and we're going to like we're going to pay tribute to the the city's history and aviation by having like uh barely visible like Uh, dates of important historical events like that are barely visible on the in the background and on on the foreground it's going to be the classic green on white but the the slashes are are or going to have like a kind of royal air force feel to them and they'll have like a little star on it like the wings of a plane or or they'll have like that barracuda, like or that shark mouth thing to pay tribute to like world war two jets like i i gotta assume that there are so many like dot psd files in like in the in that like war room that you draw all the time the nike <laughs> war room i want to see those fucking rejected psd files that like they sent to their boss and their boss was like okay this is all good but What if only two colors and also instead of all this cool stuff you did, one stripe? You know? (laughs) We can put New York on the front. And that was – that's – the fact that that is like an exciting visual element on this jersey should tell you something. That like the fact that it just kind of says New York in an italicized blocky font and that is – like that's an eye catch. I don't yeah. know. That should that should tell you something.
0: Nike's got this weird ass thing about putting a little bit more text on it because, like, Cleveland's got Cleveland above yeah. it and yeah, Browns yeah, yeah. on the pants. Like, like, they need to knock that. Off. That is college shit. It like, is. It is, they, it's not even. The, that, it's not that's, the good college. That's shit. College shit. Mm-hmm. We don't need that in the NFL. And like, honestly, the more I look at this, the more like, especially the the combination Sam Darnold is wearing with like the the. Green jersey and the white pants. It looks like the Eagles Kelly Green uniforms.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which are Except uniforms,
0: worse. But this just looks like a generic version of that. I will say this. I didn't mention this before. I like the new helmets. I like yeah, the green yeah,
1: helmets. Yeah. The, the like super shiny. Yeah. I like those a lot.
0: The green helmet with the, the new logo on it that doesn't have like the football shape. I like yes. that. I yeah, think I'm that with looks that. good.
1: I am I am 100% with that. I, I think that was a very good thing yeah it's yeah it's it's, it is super cool and it's got the like i don't know if it's metal flake but it's got that kind of chromey, like that weird matte chromey thing i know those are antonyms but like do do you kind of get what i'm saying it's not like super it's like i guess it's kind of like chrome gloss like it's kind of like a Cross between the two, and it's a little bit pearlescent, like car paint. I don't know. I really, I really like the new helmets. Maybe it's just the way they're lit, but I'm a fan. Yeah,
0: I like them. I think they look good, but but that's I pretty know, much I'm, it. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping for better, and honestly, I like the Jets' previous uniforms. I thought they were pretty good. They had kind of a unique shoulder outfit kind of thing going on Mm -hmm. with like a weird sort of like half stripe with the shoulder was colored and Mm -hmm. like the jets had a very clean look and now it just looks a little bit more eh, it's more there it definitely feels like another missed opportunity
1: yeah it's it's just kind of i don't know it's flat and it's it's like they're they're, they did all this huge huge stuff with it and i you know, that like the huge like Facebook live stream with like JB Smooth at, at Gotham Hall, like this. And obviously, it's going to be a huge thing, but I don't know, man. If you're going to do that, you got to kind of come with it a little bit, right? I, mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. We should talk because we missed because uh, we were both actually uh, sick with a respiratory thing last week we should talk about the one thing that we uh we did miss the other the other important football thing we have to eulogize this week
0: yes farewell to a party
1: he saw a fiesta forever forevermore
0: farewell gronk the only likable patriot
1: yep i i will still i will still come in with Julian Edelman is likable, but he's been fucking getting on my nerves lately, too. So I can't, you know, I can't really. That is not a hill I'm going to die on.
0: Yeah, Gronk. I mean, all right. So when he retired, obviously this is recency bias. And, oh, well, we got to say good things because the career ended. We got to do we got to do the memorialization thing, right but a lot of people are like talking about him as the best tight end ever and what
1: is your opinion on that uh so here's okay here's my thing and and it might be it might be a bit of bias but i think he is i think you got to give him number two if only because not only did tony gonzalez like invent exist yeah, well, so that's the thing. Is like Tony Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez was the originator of the tight end position as we know it today, right? And it wasn't just like, it wasn't just that. He didn't just originate it. Like, he was damn good at it. You can argue that Rob Gronkowski perfected it. But, like, this is the kind of historical shit that I, I would kind of give credence to. I'm not generally, I'm generally a person that's like, you know, look at the stats, like look at the way they played and that's and that should t- that should like do it. Like th- this is why I'll always think LeBron James is better than uh Michael Jordan. Um but in this case since like without Tony Gonzalez like the tight end position there's no guarantee that the tight end position would look like it does now. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I don't, I I don't think you can, I think Tony Gonzalez has to be number one, like, maybe, like, for all, I will say for all time until someone else innovates the position in the same way that he did, which I don't, I don't think you can make that argument for Gronk. I think he's, like, number two, and, you know, I, I'll listen to arguments for number one, and I they're, they're that's fine, like, Whatever, but like I, I don't, I, I don't personally. I can't come up with a reason where, like, I would, I would put him over Tony Gonzalez, who, who may, maybe not perfected the the new tight end, but like didn't just he, you know, he both invented the concept of the modern tight end and also almost perfected it. You know, so that's that's my that's my take. What's yours?
0: I I'm more or less on the same page as you. Um Tony Gonzalez, I, I'm a huge proponent of innovators mm-hmm. at their position. People that basically break the game and change how the game works because they're so good at their position. It's one of the reasons why I I'll, I'll always kind of view Peyton Manning more importantly than Tom Brady, because I feel yes. like Peyton Manning changed how that position was played whereas tom brady is just very very good at executing the position we already knew exactly and to me like that's that's the argument for tony gonzalez that he changed it like not only did he change it but he played it at such a high level for a very long time Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like he had not only did he change how the
0: position is perceived and used and played he he did it for a long career. Yeah, yeah. And he like he's never gonna get touched in a lot of those stats. Yeah. Gronk he's he may be the best physical specimen to ever play tight end.
1: Yeah. Right. Like you and you would and you would want to like you you might want to like have or you probably would want to have like a Gronk in his prime on your team more than like Gronk in Tony his prime. On, in his prime.
0: Like Gronk completely healthy in his prime was the kind of unstoppable force that breaks games. Yes. Like he was impossible to guard when he was healthy. Be- impossible to stop when he was healthy because he was just such a freak. And that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I don't think he should necessarily be praised for like the position he played. It's just like, he's one of those cases where he's just such an athletic anomaly that we're probably never going to see another player like him Mm -hmm. at the position because he he's, it's so rare. Like he didn't really innovate the position and no one else is going to play the position like him better because he's such a rare freak of nature. He's, he was such a monster physically. Like he would just drag people. He would stomp people. I love the fact. Like I said this on my comic when he retired. But I think it like the most fitting thing about him was that his celebration was literally just slamming the ball into the ground as hard as he yeah. possibly could. God, it's
1: so awesome. There was
0: there was no there was no like fancy tr- like Travis Kelsey dance where he's like being offy Grock just caught ball. Run good, get in end zone, Gronk slam. Yeah. The, 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 it's just, just take the ball and hurl it as hard as humanly possible at the ground. It was very, very good. Dan Levitard calls him a trained polar bear and it's extremely apt.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm
0: hmm. So I would I think there's a definitely an argument for him at number two. I don't think he passes Tony Gonzalez. I don't yeah. I, Tony Gonzalez was so good for so long and changed how the position was played. He's he's de facto number 1 for me. Gronk has an argument for a solid number 2. There there are some other players like Kellen Winslow, the original Kellen Winslow, like he he was a pretty big innovator for the position as well. So top 3 for sure, top 2 probably. Yeah. Not
1: not well, the best. So ever. who would who would you put over him at number 2? Probably
0: only Kellen Winslow is the only per- other yeah. that I would probably put above him.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's 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 fair. I I think I think Gronk is solidly above him, but again, that that's an argument that that it's can diff- be it's made. It's a different era situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes,
0: and Kellen Winslow was another innovator at the position, so I do think that's worth something, mm-hmm. and I do think that we've kind of forgotten. That Kellen Winslow was really good. Yeah. Yeah. That he was that he was Tony Gonzalez before Tony Gonzalez came around. Like mm-hmm. Kellen Winslow was important. But right. Gronk Gronk at number two, I would definitely I'm comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable putting him there. That's that's where you belong, Gronk. If Gronk had had a longer career, I could put him at one. Yeah. But yeah. I, I also— considering his career wasn't very long and he spent a lot of time hurt. Mm-hmm. I like it it sucks. But it it affects how I it affects how a career looks. In the it
1: so. that's it, I mean that's true. You you get you have a bigger sample size, right? And and longevity is a is a huge deal in in the NFL. That said, I I don't know. I don't think Gronk cares, and I'm glad. I'm like I'm glad he retired. His like obviously when he was healthy, even like last year when he was healthy, he played like I don't know how many games he played, but. Not all of them, for sure. Uh, he was out for what the first four weeks on the on the uh, the PED charge. Shit, how many games Gronkowski stats twenty eighteen? These are things I should know. Um. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, he was so, so uh. Like dominant when he was in and healthy, but like he's 29, which is young. He's got all the, all the money. You know, he, he hasn't spent, I think. A single one of his game earnings, right? Exactly. Like he, yeah. He, he, he was
0: only spending, um, the, the money of whatever, how, like, endorsements. That's yeah. Endorsements.
1: He's, he's only spent his, so he's like, he's probably set for life. If, if not, you know, and if he isn't, you know, all he's got to do is cut another ad and like fucking make one call to Bud or Miller and be like, hey, I'll be in your, I'll be in your commercial. Just like pay me. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, I am very glad because this seems like, this seems like a, uh, a very smart decision from our party boy to like take care of his body. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I think it felt like this was coming yeah like even last year it 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 seemed like for Gronk is past few seasons it felt like Gronk is breaking yes Gronk is held together with duct tape at Mm -hmm. this point Mm -hmm. if Gronk retires it's probably better for him in the long run right and he he like what does he have left to accomplish Honestly,
1: yeah. I and th- that's the other thing. Is- he,
0: he he won everything three times. He he had an amazing career, even if it was a little short due to injury. Right. Like He had like Tony Gonzalez won a single playoff game in his entire fucking career. Gronk won three Super Bowls, right? Gronk Gronk, Gronk do- doesn't have that that championship carrot dangling in front of him like Tony Gonzalez did. No, he he got that. He got his legacy. He made his mark. Be healthy and happy for the rest of your life.
1: Well, yeah, and at, the, and at the same time, I don't even know, like, in in my mind, and I think in a lot of other people's minds, I don't know if he could have, even if he was in the league for 10 more years, I don't know if anyone, like, I don't know if there would be a consensus on, like, putting him at number one, right? I, I don't know yeah. if he could have done anything, Really, because Tony Gonzalez has the historical argument to like have there be a consensus that Gronk is the number one of all time. There are already there are people who think he is number one of all time. So he's already done that. It's like it it really is like what else is he going to do? There is there is one there is like there are obviously there are records to be broken, whatever. But like big ones in terms of like setting a legacy. He's obviously done that. You know, winning Super Bowls, he's hes done that, you know, three times over, obviously. And and the, the other thing, like, going down in history is the best tight end of all time. That's, one, it's kind of a fool's errand because, you know, there's always going to be someone better. One. Number two, it's impossible in the first place because even if, even if you are, you know, a Michael Jordan-level talent, there's always going to be arguments. So like I, I I it it does very it does very much seem like this was the right time for him, especially on the back of another Super Bowl win. Yeah, I don't know. I <sighs> it makes sense. It's, so uh, it, so hey, is this the end for the Patriots now? Are they gonna are, are no. they are they are we gonna are we able to call it now that they're gonna fold and be super super shitty? Like everyone wants no. to think.
0: Gronk wasn't even all that useful this season. I know. So, I know. Yeah. It's
1: it's very funny to watch people it's, it's, be like, want f- to hope. and fucking toast.
0: Uh-huh. It's fucking, everything is garbage, garbage,
1: garbage. Yeah. Patriots wow. are going to win again next We're, year uh, somehow. And
0: uh, I think, I think that might be it. We might have only gotten three topics this week.
1: Oh, damn. Well, yeah, but we had to eulogize the AAF. We had to we sh- did. send respect, show respect we
0: did we gave we gave the aaf our love we gave it our hearts mm-hmm. and it ran out of pumping money very yeah. quickly yeah
1: it, hey uh let me I'm, I'm gonna like google this now aaf gofundme um I, i'm wondering if there's like a can we start a uh, gofundme for the aaf no nope, no nope, no nope, there isn't okay that's no that's for the border wall uh, so yeah, I, okay, yeah. I'm wondering if there's an AAF charity. If there is, I'll keep an eye on this because I I would love to to support some of the players that got really screwed over, or like at least signal boost uh folks. I hope who... a
0: few of I hope I hope a few of these players make it back into the league. Yeah, that'd a be great. Of that'd be really hmm
1: it should happen, for sure.
0: <sighs> well, you glorious, glorious league. I guess we can't pick the games.
1: No, we can't. I picked the Orlando Apollos to, to win forever because they already did, I guess. That's their legacy. That's they their went legacy. out on top. Yep. Oh, man. yeah. I can't.
0: Right as of right now, Sam did a little research right before the podcast and uh, everything right now is still full price. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, that's right. I was going to mention I totally forgot so the you can click a buy tickets link, but it it sends you to a blank page. As of now, all the AAF merchandise is full priced. Uh, I'm going to keep an eye on that as well. So like because I want to cop some ironic Atlanta Legends gear. Uh, because that, that shit's going to be really cool in five years. Uh, so Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like
0: I like some of that gear was pretty good. Yeah, and it was. You get a starter, like like a hot shot starter jacket. For, yeah, you like, kidding 10 me? For bucks. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. That's there, some good shit. And I, then you get to be like, oh, what are the hot shots? And you're like, I'm a hipster. I have a story Guess to tell. Guess how cool I am. I have a story for to tell you in weeks, a podcast to recommend to you. I was the coolest dude in the world like you know the AAF like I was into them Mm -hmm. I was there Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: you don't even know who they were no I know who they were I followed them. I cared I also like starter jackets are good and hats are good and everything cheap team merch that is basically in a thrift store rules
1: yeah so so keep it keep an eye on it I i feel like it is early now <laughs> what if
0: you could get a manzel express jersey oh, for fuck, like ten dollars oh fuck I that is i don't want to do that
1: instant purchase instant purchase are you kidding me
0: i would just take that to every single sporting event just mm-hmm. manzel express jersey he played one game he threw three passes great i want it yes so keep your eye on that yeah yeah. yeah. Keep keep an eye on. please keep your eye on that um AAF You You're a glorious idea I'm bummed you didn't work out yeah. But For eight weeks I was glad to have known
2: you
0: <laughs> I I can't cry because you're gone I'll cry because I just won't have any more good times I'll be happy That we had you In the first place <laughs> Yes Bless you AAF Sam Play us out
1: yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at samgrezeses S-A-M-G-R-E-S-C-E-S-E-S-E-S, and on Twitch and Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Dave?
0: I'm Draw Play Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Draw Dave, on Facebook at Draw Karmic, on Instagram at DrawPlayDave, Dave, and of course on thedrawplay.com. Thank you for listening. Uh, Spend a moment of your time just giving silence and reverence to the AAF, and we will see you for probably draft bullshit for the rest of the month. Next week. Have a good time, everybody.
2: Hey Mike, what are you doing? I was just thinking about this idea for a Hook sequel with way more alcoholism and PTSD. Hey, what if we made a sequel to Space Jam, where instead of Michael Jordan playing basketball, they play Quidditch and it's with Daniel Radcliffe. What about A Bug's Life 2, but it's a heist? Or a sequel to Good Burger where Kel is an heir to an inheritance, and he has a long-lost twin who is also played by Kel Mitchell. Also, Groundhog's Day, what if- Hold on, Madison. Why don't we put these pitches for movies that never got sequels or prequels on our podcast, The Equalizers? Oh, you mean the one we release every Monday on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and all other places podcasts are found? Yeah, that one. Ooh, and maybe sometimes we have some of our writer friends on as well to hear their wild ideas for sequels or prequels. Okay, but can you promise me no sequels with body horror, communist themes, or talk about John C. Riley's penis? I can't, and I won't. Great. Well, my Monday mornings just got pretty fucking weird. All of ours have, Madison. All of ours have. Find The Equalizers podcast everywhere podcasts are found, as well on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching The Equalizers. That's E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S, like in sequel. Hi, I'm Sophie name Redacted. I'm Mara Sunshine. If you're like us, you grew up in the 90s and are now sad, sad adults.
0: And that's Okay. There's a lot to be sad about in today's world. If you've been paying attention at all, you know that the world is in a tight spot right now.
2: And two people working 45 minutes once a week can't change that.
0: So we took that time and started a Sailor Moon
2: podcast. Join us every Friday as we combat that creeping sense of dread we all feel in our hearts by recapping our favorite magical girl anime. Because hey, the world sucks. But Sailor Moon's a cool show.